Lights are bright all through the night in honky-tonk town. Each cabaret seems bright and gay when love has turned you down. The jukebox plays to broken hearts, the saddest kind of song. And red wine flows each night for those whose love affair went wrong. A road of no return For each heartache a drink they'll take But still the memories burn Just smoke-filled rooms and cheap perfumes And the call for another round Life wasn't sweet to those you meet In honky-tonk town Texas. It is Friday, September 1st, opening of dove season. If you live in, you know, most of Texas. If you're in South Texas, you got to wait till the 14th. But that was Hank Thompson, Honky Tonk Town. That was off his Six Pack to Go album, 1966. I mentioned him at the start of last week's show, but he was born in Waco, Texas on September 3rd, 1925. So almost his birthday there. Uh, passed away at his home in Keller, Texas, November 6, 2007, at the age of 82. At his request, there was no fu- a funeral. Instead, they threw a party at Billy Bob's. Like, that's how you do it right there. That's how you got to go out, right? I feel like that's a good way to go. He was a U.S. Navy and World War II veteran. His backing band was the Brazos Valley Boys, and they were voted top country and western band for 14 years in a row by Billboard. Kind of had a similar sound to Bob Wills, but you'll notice a little you know, fewer solos. Um, and he had a song called... I Don't Hurt Anymore, that was featured in Grand Theft Auto V. And he, his life was the inspiration for the 1987 novel Crazy Heart. Interesting. I will say that the Brazos Valley Boys had a, a spot there at the Country Music Hall of Fame. Oh, did they really? Yeah, yeah. They designated. They had a whole big, in fact, I think I sent you the picture, but they had a breakdown of like the different country music, like the different type for the regions. Oh, that's really and that, cool. That was awesome. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, I haven't read the book, but the movie, obviously, with... Jeff Bridges is awesome. So I was listening to last week's episode, and I asked you what the worst thing about Nashville was, but I didn't ask you what the best thing about Nashville was. Oh, but dude, that's a tough question. Um, 
Man, I think the best thing really was the diversity of the music, to tell you the truth. I mean, it's known for its country music, but I heard some cool rock music there, too. So That's good to hear. Yeah. Well, hell yeah. So what do you got going on this weekend? Man, I'm just taking it easy. I wish. Not me. Yeah. <laughs> you, were, you were telling me off air you got quite a bit. Yeah, going. I mean, it's a busy weekend. Obviously, dove season. I wish I could go, but I'm going to have to wait a week or two. And then, But I'm working the UT football game tomorrow. I'm going to work every home game except the last one. I'm going to go to the last one. That's going to be great, dude. Take out the Big 12. Yeah, last Big 12 season. You got the baseball race. I know. It's, it's I was hot. talking about that a little bit on Into the Gray. I mean, this is the first time since the 1980s that the, any divisions had three teams tied like that. I heard that, right? So the Mariners are one game up. Oh, the right. Astros and the Mariners are tied. Okay. And, and then the, the Rangers, Rangers are one game back. Because they lost that series. Yeah. Anyway, enough sports, right? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had a sports show, but I'll leave that to some other people. So the Deslondes, you're, yeah. you're a fan, right? Yeah, they're coming, for they sure. Are, they are coming. They'll be in San Antonio on September 29th. Uh, I think that's the 28th, excuse me. But they're playing in Austin at the Throw and Smoke Festival uh, at the long time, Saturday the 29th. That's a Mark Champion event, so you know it's going to be a good time. Baseball, beer, and barbecue. And they'll be in Tulips at Fort Worth on October 2nd. So here's one from Deslondes, South Dakota Wild One.
Prentice's job That the road that you're traveling on Is cold, rocky, and hard You never was my woman You only made me blue So all in all, if the curtain should fall Well, I hope that it falls on you And I will have sweet, sweet, sweet Mental revenge I will have sweet Sweet, sweet Mental revenge This is Texas River Tonk on KZSM, True Community Radio. That little Johnny Bush for you right there. Sweet Mental Revenge off his Texas State of Mind album. And what were we just talking about? Oh, yeah, we got Teague Brothers coming in. I know they're out there fighting that traffic, so big buck off to the San Marcos traffic this morning. Man, all morning it's been like this. Rough. Took me an hour to drive like 15 miles. I had to Sucks. cut around take nothing but back roads to get here because everybody's getting off 35 mm -hmm. i should have went five miles what i should have done you sure should have man i need to get on the water speaking of there's no water at five mile <laughs> <laughs> there is no water but blanco's got some water though right wimberly oh yeah you saw bit. the picture last yeah. week yeah that's right that's right so john bauman just put out a new one called border radio he's gonna be playing austin tonight at the 04 center next friday fort worth at tulips san antonio sam's burger joint next saturday and then lubbock at cactus on september 15th so here's some border radio john bauman border radio is playing low a solid soft and sweet station across the rio grand broadcast on an It's a language I don't know But if she's singing of her homeland That's where I want to go I recognized a word or 
Frazier. I just got tired of being poor. That's off his Singing My Songs album. I mentioned Dallas Frazier last show as well because Western Fidelity was doing that album. George Jones sings Dallas Frazier last night at Sam's Town Point. Man, I wish I'd have made that one. Looked like a good time. But we were talking off air about Nashville, and you said you, you have another answer for your worst favorite part of Nashville? So Nickelback was there. Oh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Nickelback nice. and Jelly Roll together. It was We got trapped on the elevator with these people. Oh man! And they were they were talking them up, and I was like, <laughs> it "Sounds like a great time." I think they picked up on the sarcasm. Nice, yeah. Well, I was never a Nickelback fan. That's at the point in rock and roll where I kind of just stepped out for a little bit. I think. I think we all tried to. I know, pissing off all the San Antonio fans. All right. Anyway, but we got a new one from Flatland. It's been out for I think a week or so. Uh, ought to see you. So they're going to be out of town out of state for a couple weeks but they'll be back in texas in waco september 16th so here's the new one from flatland calvary
Ash in an old buckskin can I'm waiting out back for the fair to attack And it's shake like a leaf where I stand With the life of a drinker, ain't one of a thinker I'm reeling straight out of my mind I'm the son of a child and I'm rippling and wild And I hide in the pleasures I find And the taillights, they all look like stars So I follow that white line Till I hit the sunshine And I dodge all them slow-moving cars Well, the engine is steaming Awake, but I'm dreaming I'm reeling straight out of my mind So I'll keep the wheels down Till I hit the next town Just to hide in the pleasures I find Well, the cool running waters, they flow down the mountains And into the valleys they sink But in the smoky old motels and burnout saloons My poor heart, it bellows and rains But I long for those things that my life will not bring I'm reeling straight out of my mind I'm the son of a child and I'm rippling and wild And I hide in the pleasures I find I'm the son of a child And I'm rippling and wild 
And I hide in the places I find This is Texas River Tonk, Vincent Neil Emerson, Rippling and Wild, off the self-titled Vincent Neil Emerson album. He'll be in Tahlequah next Thursday, September 7th, Heiko, Texas on the 22nd, and then Bernie, September 23rd. I got to see him Saturday with Tweak. I was just about to ask if you made it. Oh my gosh. So uh, Jack Fisher opens up, put on a hell of a set, and then Vincent comes out and does the, the middle set. Started at nine, and he was rocking out, dude. So we saw him at Green not too long ago yeah. when Tweak opened. And that was more of a country, I think, song, you know, set. But this one was like a rock and roll. And I mean, had a great time. So many friends there. It's good to see everybody there. See Chase and Wayne doing his thing. Oh, yeah. Running that place. I see. I think they're playing tomorrow night at the Lonesome Rose. I think so, yeah. Honky Tonk Machine. Yeah. So shout out to all of them. Uh, and you said Tweak's playing Lonesome Rose tonight? Tonight. Tonight. Hell, yeah. I know he's playing with Jason Harrell. Up in Cedar Park at Steamer Lane coming up pretty quick, too. Uh, so go check those guys out. I, I got a Jason Harrell song on the list today. We'll play that in a little bit. But I'm going to play you a new one from Adam Hood. He put out a song called Buzzes Like Neon. You can catch him at the Old Quarter down in Galveston on September 15th. Billy's Ice in New Braunfels on the 16th. Selma, September 22nd. And Baytown, the 23rd. So here's some Adam Hood. There's a light in the city Standing five miles high I'm crossing that river There's a girl on my mind And it's high top the buildings Flashing red It's just one more reason She's stuck in my head
dream I've ever had come true There's so much more to reach for thanks to Now I can climb this mountain, babe There was a time I'd stop If you just hold the ladder, baby I'll climb to the top If you just stand beside me, oh Texas River Tonk, KZSM, True Community Radio, David Allen Cole, if you'll hold the ladder. Damn, I love David Allen Cole, man. Yeah, me too. I, I thought I was going to get to see him once, but he did the classic David Allen Cole and didn't show up. Really? Yeah. Wow. Huntsville. Oh, my gosh. I didn't know they weren't doing death uh, or executions in Huntsville anymore. I didn't know that either. Oh, it has to do with the... Lethal injection yeah. or something? There's another facility right across the lake, I think, is where they do it now, the Polinsky Unit or something. I was researching that the other day because I'm, you know, weird and into the death penalty, stuff like that. You know what? Living there in college, there was some pretty crazy uh, protests that went down when I was there. I can see that. It's going away. Like, if, if you look at the numbers, the, the number of death sentences handed down each year has dropped drastically. Yeah. We used to sentence like 300 people a year to Man. death. And the number is like now 25 or 30 nationwide, which is crazy. I, I know this isn't the show for this topic. I I have mixed feelings about it because it's really not a deterrent. True. You know? I agree with that. And that's the only thing. It's like, you know, some people don't deserve to live, but it's supposed to be like, okay, you're not going to commit this crime because you might get the death penalty. And it doesn't seem like (laughs) that's what goes through the people's minds that are getting the death penalty. So, Yeah, man, I don't know. Anyway. Right. We'll talk let's, about that. Let's talk about music. We'll talk about that over a beer at the bar sure, sometime. So sure. I mentioned Jason Harrell again. He is playing at Ghost Note with J.R. Tully tonight. 
uh, Ghost Note started, you know, music back up. They took a little break in the heat of the summer, but I'm pretty sure they're back on Friday through Sunday now. You can check out uh, the full music lineup at ghostnotebrewing.com. And then Jason's going to be at Slacker Brewing September 9th, which is a Saturday, and Cedar Park with South Texas Tweak on the 16th. So here is All Good Things. Jason Harrell off the other side. Oh, good thing. 
Ghost Brewing is located four miles south of Dripping Springs, just north of Wimberley. Open Thursday through Sunday, they serve freshly brewed, easy-drinking craft beer, along with local wine and cider. Come experience the notes of a cold craft beer in this hill country backyard while enjoying live music, food from an on-site food truck, and yard games. Explore the comfortable tap room or relax in the outdoor shady beer garden. Ghost Note is the perfect place for the entire family. Find Ghost Note's full music schedule, beer menu, hours, and other information online at ghostnotebrewing.com. Ghost Note Brewing, turning complete strangers into new friends. Folks used to call this the land of cowboys and hippies. We don't much steer toward labels, unless it's for a tonic. What we're making here is a window to the next place, where you smile while doing what you love, whether that's listening to some fine tunes, painting your next masterpiece, or just turn a vegan burger over on the grill. It's up to you. In the end, cowboys and hippies are just people who work hard at having a good time. Tejas Tonic, always in a friendly state. Visit us at Facebook, Instagram, or TejasTonic.com.
There's a cowgirl on the loose I can't help but think I was born to lose I got these old heart broke blues I'm so lonesome I could cry I feel like I This is Texas River Tonk, and that was Joshua Headley, Old Heartbroke Blues, off the Neon Blue album. No shows in Texas, but I just love that song. I hadn't played Josh in a while. But I have John Teague and the Teague Brothers Band in studio. How y'all doing? We're doing fine. How are you? Doing good. You, you feeling all right after last night? We're feeling as okay as we could possibly be. <laughs> as okay as we possibly could. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so Saxon Pub last night. Good time? Yeah, very good time. What yeah, time did y'all come on? I don't know. Do you 10? remember? 10? Yeah, 10, okay. yeah, 10, 10, 10, 10 to 11.30, but somehow we didn't get back till 4 a.m. Where were y'all staying? In Pflugerville, which was oh, like shit. not yeah. even an hour away. It was like 30 or 45 <laughs> minutes. Like, That's not good. I yeah. don't know what happened between loadout load and getting back to Pflugerville. Right. Well, I know y'all are on y'all's way to Houston for a show tonight, so I appreciate y'all stopping by, man. Really, yeah, thank absolutely. you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, dude. I, I'd love to stop by. I've yeah. been thinking about it. And uh, when you reached out, I was like, "Yeah, let's do it." Right. So we, we got, got time. we got John Teague, and then who else we got here? Kyle Villarreal. And what do you? What's your role in the band? Here? I'm the lead guitar player, and I sing the high harmony parts. Okay. And where are you from? Trinity, Texas. Uh, it's about an hour and a half north, northeast of Houston. Okay. Straight up 45. Gotcha. I know y'all are kind of spread out, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how about you? Uh, AJ Hoffman. I play fiddle, yeah. low harmonies uh, from the Grange, Texas, living in College Station, Texas. Okay, nice, man. Well, again, thank y'all for coming in. Yeah. Uh, so y'all are doing an acoustic show tonight, yes. right? Yeah, it's just like an intimate little acoustic show. It's usually a good time. It's pretty rowdy. And the food at the Rustic is amazing. So Yeah, the Rustic's always cool. I, yeah. I've been to the one in Houston. I've been to the one in Austin. I haven't. There's one in San Antonio, too, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. I haven't been to that one yet. Yeah, we're yeah. going to play there in like a month, I think. Sounds right. Either a month or next month or something like something that. Like that. We'll be over there something like that. Something like that. First time over yeah. there. Right. And so, yeah, y'all got a lot of shows coming up. I know y'all are going to be the San Antonio Rustic. You said the 22nd, Huffman, Texas. Mm -hmm. um, then you're going up to Broken Bow in Kansas with Geo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He likes to drag <laughs> us along and talk about a good time. Like last night when we were with Geo and, the, and the, his gang, dude. Double, double it. Yeah, you can double that up. I've heard And the rowdiness are... of the cr crowd yeah. is just. Awesome. I've heard they're crazy. I've had tickets to their shows twice and haven't been able to make either one. Because oh, man. Of, Shame on you. Dude, I'm I'm, you. Trust me. Heartbroken. It's so good. It's a, it's a great show. And they're well, good people, too, man. Well, hell yeah. I think the first, the first song I heard of y'all's, um, 
what, what was it? Uh, the big one that came out on the last EP. Um, oh, I don't want to go home. Don't want to go home. So yeah. my cousin actually married Scott Ferris's daughter. Oh, really? With Amusement Park Studios. Oh, yeah. And so he was like, hey, y'all, you got to, I think it was right after I started the show about two years ago. He was yeah. like, you got to check out this band, T Brothers Band. So I, for some reason, I just assumed y'all were from Lubbock because of oh, the, really? the connection with it. And so then I started looking, I was like, these dudes are not from Lubbock at all. No. <laughs> so Winnie, Texas. Yeah, yeah. We fell in love with Scott, like, and his whole crew over there. Before we even started recording there, I, we had played a show with William Clark Green, and me and Kyle were just sitting in the truck, like, thinking about who we were going to record with next gotcha. and Flatland Calvary's record popped up and we we're like who produced this this is awesome right. and it's totally us like you know with the fiddle and harmonies and everything and so we looked up Scott and boom like it was like yep that was it I had a Zoom meeting with Scott and it, we were locked in we were like best friends by the end of that Zoom meeting and he turned he's still one of like the best people we've ever met I yeah. mean, he's so influential and and in the scene in general I mean he made Flatland like sound the way they do like that familiar tone you're used mm -hmm. to he, he's a he plays a big role bigger role than people even realize right yeah I didn't really know who he was until you know the whole family connection came about I don't really know him personally but uh, yeah. here's a really cool dude very very good oh, yeah. so awesome producer y'all put out that record but y'all had a record the first record you put out was in 2019 yes that's right right yeah really yeah. good record the Harvest Day record yeah mm -hmm. we had a lot of, that that put us on the map, so to speak. Coyote. You know? Yeah, Coyote. Yep. That's uh, like William Clark Green got word of us from there. Evan Felker, like all these different artists and stuff. And, and uh, you know, unfortunately, COVID kind of like halted all touring for that record. Sure. But it still like brought us to, you know, into the conversation. So that, that was fun, you know, to see that happen. And uh, because of that, like we decided our next record would be with them as well because that producer is just a fantastic guy as well. His name is Derek Hames. He's mm -hmm. in uh, Sugarland, Texas. That's right. Edgewater Studios. Yeah, he did all the drugstore gypsy stuff back in the day. Do you remember those guys? No, see, Oh, my no. gosh. They were so good. I'll but, have to check uh, that out. Yeah, next, yeah. Next, next show we'll play a song. Yeah, they're not a band guys. anymore. I wish they were, but, but uh, yeah, they, they, they kind of made them and, he did some other work with another band called National Park Radio that was similar to the sound we were kind of going for back in 2018 whenever we were like kicking everything off. And uh, yeah, we ended up over there at Edgewater. It was a great time. So we were doing the next record there too. So. Nice. That sounds cool. So I know you're a U.S. Army veteran, Iraq War. Yeah. Right. You did yeah. a tour over there. Yeah. And But you were playing music before you went into service, I right? I did, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've, I've been playing music for my whole life, I guess, it, it, since I was like... 10 years old i think did you start out drumming is that kind of what you started at i started know. off in choir choir doing okay. a lot of performances singing and all that stuff and doing the church choir and school choir and then uh i started playing guitar and then that wasn't cool anymore <laughs> okay I so, see. so then i was like i started like learning nirvana songs and everything and uh yeah just kind of grew from there had i've been in a band since i was like 15 years old like and except for the, my four-year stint in the military. Right. That was the only moment in time that I didn't have a band because you just can't. But, uh, but yeah, before before I joined the military, I was in a, a metalcore, like, touring, like, death metal band. Like, oh, bad Very ass. similar to, okay. like, Lamb of God, like, that style, but I was playing drums. 
That's okay. That's, that's yeah. where I, because I listened to, I think, the, the podcast you did with some buddies, uh, the Bayou Dragons. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Episode 19. Yeah, that was that's good. A, that's a good episode. It was good. Yeah. We had a great time. Those sound like some really cool guys. If you're into what, nuisance alligator hunting. Oh, um, man. Yeah. Listen to Bayou Dragons. Yeah, they are very interesting people and they got it going on, man. They got, they built a brand. For sure. Oh, yeah. Shout out to those guys. Yeah, big shout out. So growing up in Winnie, were you a UGK fan growing up? Yeah. Oh, you bet, dude. <laughs> hey, nation, I, man. I had to, hey, I nation. know you're you're a few years younger than me, but so like Riding Dirty came out when I was in high school. Oh, So sure. that left yeah. a huge impression. Yeah, dude. All of that, man. We grew up listening to that stuff okay. all through high school and everything. I just saw an interview with Bum B. I don't know if anybody cares about this, but he was talking about how when they first signed their contract, they had a death clause. A death or prison clause, so that if uh, one of them went to jail or got killed, yeah. uh, they would get a new bandmate uh, with a different percentage cut. Interesting. Uh, and so when Pimp C went to jail, they asked him, Bum B, if he wanted to exercise that clause. He's all hell no. <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm waiting for Pimp. <laughs> so I had, yeah. to, had to tell you, you don't have any death clause in your contract currently. Not yet. Not, okay. not yet. Hopefully, we don't get that rowdy. <laughs> Well, hell just yeah. depends on what a, who all AJ's friends he brings around. <laughs> uh, it's always the fiddle player, right? Or steel yeah. player, right? Yeah. So I know y- y'all been playing like under the name T Brothers Band since what 2016? Is that kind of when it started to yeah, come together? Roughly, that's like it just kind of like was placed on me and my brother at the time. Okay. Yeah. Is he still part of the band? No, not at all. Okay. No. Is he playing music at all? No, not at all. Okay. He's dealing with his like own personal life, and he had a kid and uh, wanted. Like as touring picked up back up, or you know people started getting interested after we dropped the record. So after that in 2019, we got invited to Steamboat, and he was like, "I'm not going," and I was like, "We're going." And he's like, "No, I'm not going," <laughs> and he quit the band. And uh, we ended up making amends a few months later, but we decided it's best that we just didn't do that anymore. Or like, because like he wanted to be with his son anyway. Right. And uh, so, yeah, you know, priorities change you know, for people and people change. You Absolutely. Know. But he's still one of the most creative people I've ever met. He's super creative, like very, very shreddy on the guitar. But so it took like, like when Matt leaving the band, like I had known Kyle for a few years with uh, <laughs> the Lawless, which is like this rowdy band that, we, that he used to be in. He was uh, him and uh, Taylor Long. But anyway, so we had played together a lot. And I knew that it was going to take somebody like with some chops to like fill Matt's spot. And Kyle, you know, stepped right up and just knocked it out of the park. So I've had to learn a lot of Matt's <clears throat> parts, you know, and that's <laughs> yes. taught me a lot for sure. Yeah, and since then, like he's written hit parts, you know, throughout the years. Like "Don't Want to Go Home," that was all yeah. him. All Such those licks. Yeah, the whole "Love and War" record, all those licks were hit, were AJ and Kyle, you know, but. uh yeah, so it's just, but that's life, man. Things evolve and change, and just like, I just stay in the course, and like, I feel like I'm just bringing the best people along on the journey with me, you know. And if they want to take a step off, they can, but right. I want to keep the uh, the ball the balls rolling, man. Yeah. Well, from an outsider, it looks like it's working, right? Y'all seem to be just building more and more yeah. steam. Yeah, no each, doubt. Each record. No doubt about it. Yeah, there's, it there is just, um, no, an undoubt doubt like force like going pushing me forward and uh or pulling us forward i can't really tell from where we're at we're just kind of riding this thing is uh sucking all the blood out of the turnip that we can get hell yeah 
So what were you doing before the Teague Brothers band? I was with the band called The Lawless okay. for a long time. So where, <laughs> so where were y'all based out of? Houston or? No, actually New, New Braunfels right around really? here. Yeah. So I went to school here in San Marcos and uh, I met up with some buddies that lived in McQueenie over near New Braunfels and uh, we started playing some rock music and uh, it evolved into something pretty wild, pretty gnarly. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what venues were y'all playing? Do you remember? Oh man, I mean. It was nuts. I mean, we'd play stuff around here, but we, yeah. like, our thing was that we tried to get as far away from home as possible so that we could kind of build fans, you know, all over the country. And then, uh, but that ended up <clears throat> not working out in the long run, you know, for the better. But, uh, yeah, and then and then John asked me to, to join, like, kind of, like, perfect time, just crossover time. So, uh, after that, yeah, well, I've been I've been with the Teague Brothers for, what, like, three years now? Since twenty. 20- Late 2019 yeah. or early 2020. Yeah. Very cool. What about you, AJ? What's your background? How'd you get into music and all I that? I, I fell in. It just <laughs> wasn't the intention. But uh, got out of college, had nothing else to do, and kind of said, "Screw it, why not?" Right. Um, I played in a lot of different bands, like over 30 different artists at least. A lot of good places to make a lot of mistakes and. Yeah. Still making mistakes. Hey, man, like I said, it seems to be working, right? Y'all been nominated, what, this year for the best new band? Uh, Maybe. And uh... (laughs) so this is why I bring that up because y'all were nominated last year. Right. Oh, I know. <laughs> for the, for the best How many times band? can you get voted like, or nominated for best new band. band? It's like the third year in a row. I guess after you win band. it, then that you're not a new band anymore. Okay, yeah. I was wondering. Interesting. How, how was it the new band, but you were nominated last year? <laughs> we asked, yeah, what's funny we is the same question. <laughs> they'll say like, all right, yeah, since we're on the topic. Yeah. <laughs> they'll say like, all right, best new band. And then like in the next category is best, best roots band. It's like, but can you be the best new Roots fans? <laughs> can't be both. No, you can't be both. So it's like, man, I, I don't know. But hey, those people, what they're doing though is building a community, or sure. are they're kind of turned into some of the glue. Mm-hmm. It's just like these festivals. It, they they kind of have fallen into that. These different associations, or you know, the T three R, or uh, the Texas Music Texas Country Music Association. They they've turned into kind of the part of the glue that just kind of like keeps us all close because when i go to those award ceremonies like my friends are there right you know it it's there's no strangers there like we're all like friends and we recognize each other and it's it turned into like another steamboat where it's like all right well i'm gonna hang out with roger craiger tonight and you know where i'm gonna be hanging out with kevin fowler or whoever else who may be around that in in the you need that. It's like Absolutely. the LJT. Yeah. Oh my God, LJT, same thing. You know, it's three or four days there, of just nonstop artists pumping in, pumping in, and we all get to see each other, you know, and get to play the shows and then uh, hang out. So, yeah. So, all with all that said, I still have mad respect for the the award ceremonies because yeah. and the people that make those get, that get nominated are good. I mean, you know, like, no doubt about right? it. Right, like Bree Bagwell won last year. Y'all were nominated for single of the year. We don't want to go home. Yes. She ended up taking it home. So, um, it is good to get those names out there. Oh my God, Bree. <laughs> <laughs> she's been in the studio before. She was really cool. Uh, yeah. But I've been her. I've been seen it quoted as y'all being criminally underrated. But hopefully that's yeah. Uh, hopefully that's changing. 
Well, we just I like the sound of that. Just keep, 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 keep going. Keep, keep, <laughs> keep grinding, right? Keep going. Yeah. So, so y'all are doing an acoustic show tonight, yeah. and then y'all are going to also be playing Willow Park at the Railhead Smokehouse, doing a songwriter series on the 5th? Yes, sir. On, on your yeah. website, it's listed as a special acoustic, though. It is. What's the difference between an acoustic show and a special acoustic show? I would say uh, the barbecue. Okay. That definitely... No, I'm kidding. I really don't know. Uh, I would just, I don't put all that up there. Yeah. So, you know, but it sounds enticing, doesn't it? Does. it? I'm interested, man. I'm Come interested. on, let's go see how special it is. So how often do y'all make it to, to Austin, San Marcos? Um, Hell, we were in Austin. played Cheetah Street not long ago. Yeah, maybe a month or two ago. I mean, a few times scattered throughout the year. But right. it's not something crazy consistent, but we're not away for a long time not as often as DFW Houston or yeah. San Antonio. I mean, but those just, you know, it, there's a lot of uh, places to play there. Sure. Know? And yeah. is it more of a weekend thing? Are y'all doing it full time or do you still run, do your construction job? Y'all yeah, I, stuff going I still on? have a construction company, yeah. you know, but, and everybody does a little bit extra for extra money, but that's just a sign of the times. You got to. I mean, that's just the way it is right now. It's, it's hard to go all in whenever you're worried about your next meal. But uh, we're doing fine though. Good. Like the, like I I would say two years ago I'd be like, oh yeah, we're we have to work and all that stuff. But it's it's changing. Like the, getting a My priorities have certainly shifted more in this direction. You know, much more invested, and much more people counting on you, and and uh, and I'm loving every bit of it. Like record making records and all that stuff. It's hard to not do that now. You know. Right. So, yeah. Well, speaking of records, you want me to spin one off Love and War? Let's do it. Yeah. Do I found Trouble or you want something else? Hey, yeah, yeah, that's Trouble's fine. You got any, any stories behind this one? Yeah, well, it, it's just, I mean, the song is what it is. It's I, I wrote it originally kind of like a an Aggie guy falling in love with like this UT girl, you know, right. or a farmer, you know, versus uh, someone out, out of his class, right. you know classic story yeah and i feel that way with with my wife desiree because she's like got the career went to college she's like on the steady growth and i'm like a roller coaster of like <laughs> how's this gonna end up don't know i'm just gonna keep going and uh so that that uh that's all the song's about really i mean it's just that love love uh of opposites attract you know that kind of thing just having fun with those words yep yeah well, it's That's a good it. one. So here it is. I Found Trouble, Teague Brothers Band.
grab the mic. Yeah. This is Texas River Tongue. That was Teague Brothers Band. Pipeliner, man. Great song. Thank you. I imagine that one's getting some play, too. It did. Out there in the field. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it got a lot of attention out the gate. Right. That was good. It, it was a nice way to slingshot the record, you know, into something that mattered, you know, out of all the CDs we put out or records we put out. Right. Yeah, Pipeliner was, like, the one that, like, everyone jumped on right out the gate. So I grew up just south of Lubbock. Oh, cool. Um, so Where not, at? Uh, Brownfield. Oh, okay. So kind of on the way to Midland, Odessa. Yeah, yeah. So I spent some time yeah. in, in, in Midland yeah. <laughs> in, in the late 90s, uh, yeah. hanging out at the bowling alley there in Midland, Texas. It's the Wild West out there. <laughs> it was, man. I got to see George Strait, I think, like 97 in Odessa. You're lying. Uh, it's like the only time I've ever seen George Strait live. That's it was, awesome. It was, it was badass. So speaking of shows, I know you're also doing a show back home. You're doing the Winnie Texas Rice Festival. Yeah. October yeah. 6th. Yeah, man. I mean, when we come home, it's it's a freaking party. I imagine. And it goes yeah. all into the night after the large festival and everything because all the ranchers are there. And we'll go out to the, the ranches afterwards, and Lord knows what goes on there. <laughs> it gets pretty country. Hell yeah, man. And so you got William Beckman and Matt Sebastian are going to be playing that show as well? Yes. Yep, that's yeah. right. William, William Beckman's Be- killer. God, his voice is just amazing. Yep, he has taken uh, the world by storm. I saw him open for Flatland at Floors. Yeah. And, man, I was blown away. Yeah, and it like won't you- be long. I mean, he's huge. I mean, he could be. I mean, he's already huge. Yeah. And so are you still doing the annual party at the the Nature's Brewing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll be awesome. That We do that every year. It's just it's, it's another you know tradition traditional yeah. annual this is the 10th year so damn it's gonna be wild yeah. so the teague family christmas campfire yeah okay so is yeah. it is it just y'all playing or do y'all bring in other guests now we play? bring in like five six other artists mm-hmm. and friends local artists people who we think need attention you know because like it's completely shoulder i mean it's packed in there you can't there's it's overflowing into the street so it's good for like showing the whole community like hey these guys are doing it these guys are doing it it's not just us like it's these guys too that's really cool and it does take a community you know we were talking about that you know yeah. earlier with with radio, small radio shows like us yes, v- exactly. venues promoters everybody yeah right? you guys are building a community thank you and i do got to shout out the the video with the kids baseball game that was another situation where it's like the the dad figure in the thing me and him like played sports together our whole life okay graduated he, high school together so he's the one driving the truck and playing yeah. the third base coach yes. towards the end yeah the okay whole... yeah send him home man you gotta be aggressive <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. You gotta be aggressive yeah yeah that his name is philip farrow and his son's hardy uh, okay yeah it's it's funny i got invited to hardy school like a year later to like be the judge of a talent show and it was wild <laughs> it was wild what them kids were doing Right. But uh, some of them were just doing random TikTok dances, which is strange. Sounds like my son. They didn't win, but... You're right. But uh, So the video is yeah. Fingers and Thumbs. That's right. Right. It's a great song. If you haven't seen the video, just Google Teague Brothers, mm-hmm. Fingers and Thumbs, and it'll come out. But where's that baseball field that y'all, y'all filmed that at? That's, uh, in hometown? Yeah, Hampshire. Hampshire Net. Uh, it's called Kiker Field. And, uh, yeah, my, we all grew up playing on that same field when we were a kid. So, like, it was like... And we were in the middle of COVID. Their right. baseball season got shut down. The uh, what, what do they call it? The little league. It's uh-huh. like the official little league or whatever. They shut the baseball season down. So them kids got to play like one or two games, and that was it. 
And I was like, hell, let's have a real game. So I, I bought all the jerseys. We, they, they had a, like, draft. They had practices. I mean, and you only see, like, a video. But they played a whole game that day, like an entire game. And it rained. It was muddy. And kids were hot and sweaty. It was hot. But it was fun as hell. Dude, it was yeah. awesome to be a part of and just see it. And, like, with the only filming you got, we only filmed for maybe five, ten minutes. Or, well, maybe 30 minutes. But yeah. but the whole game lasted a whole afternoon. I mean, it was awesome to see. So now those kids are, like, growing up, got mustaches and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who are you? There's just something, <laughs> something about Little League Baseball. I don't know what it is. Yeah. You know, it's just special. Yeah, it is. Because um, my son and, and Ray's son over here, oh, they you know, they've played, and we've both been coaches for the oh, league. So just yeah. watching that video, watching that kid out there with a bucket of balls and then slide across the, the yeah. floor with the socks on. You know exactly on, what that is. You just, just yeah. trigger something inside of you. It's like, oh, damn, I remember that. Yeah. You know? And, and me too. I mean, that's what was – that's kind of what the, the point was, just kind of uh, just bring the family together and not think about COVID right now. Right. Exactly. So what else? I, I, I can spend another one from the album take a little break sure. what do you Go think ahead. this time oh, wait well first let me talk about pipeliner real quick okay so are you friends with mason server at all from no. Ma- mason in the gin line uh no but i've heard of him because he has a song called pipeliner too does he yeah I great so well, listening to both y'all songs in different perspectives like somebody from winnie singing about something very similar and then somebody kind of from the lubbock area uh-huh. and how just people can relate to that you know working uh-huh. class people can can yeah. relate to those songs and so i really dig uh, yeah. your song and Mason's song too so yeah I, when I first got out of high school like you had a couple options like either you went to work or you went to college at one of the local colleges out in Beaumont and uh, I chose to work and I went immediately we had a hurricane hit and it destroyed all the refineries in the area so I immediately went right into that working in the right. refineries working on pipe and everything else and then I spent, you know, until I was like 21 when I joined the military. So from 18 to 21, just like living in there and seeing the, uh, you know, realize I did not want to do that for a little mm-hmm. Sounds familiar? Yeah. <laughs> right yeah. over here, same yeah. thing. So I refused to go back in there. But yeah. I have an incredible respect for those people because those people, that was my dad. Right. You know, that's my uncle. That's my family that, that lived and had to, had to do that. They had no mm-hmm. other choice. But to raise me and my brother, like, you know, pay, you know, for their mortgages. And and uh, Southeast Texas to this day is still that way. Like, that's what you do. And it's that's why the area is booming. We're talking about Mont Bellevue. The reason why it's booming is because of the oil and gas industry. And, you know, I feel like with all the flack they get on the media and everything else that, you know, there's there's real people that are going to be impacted by these bad decisions that people mm-hmm. are making yep. north of Richmond. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. Um, yeah. yeah, so I grew up on a cotton farm, uh, but my dad was in the oil field. My, mm-hmm. my granddad had a drilling company. Uh, but then when the 80s hit, that bust, you know, it just devastated. Yep. Yeah. Communities, you know, whole towns, like towns that were built back in the 50s and 60s. Yeah. And then, you know, boom, until the 80s hit. And now they're like Mathis, Texas. Yeah. You know, like ghost towns Dude. just on the, on the south of the road. Yeah, all over the place, especially out there south mm-hmm. of Lubbock. Yep. So what do you think? What do you want me to play off the – we can play title track, Love and War? Yeah, uh, we could do that. Or uh, uh, our next uh, single that we're talking about is These Days. Okay, second, second yeah. track. Yeah. So this is a really sad story here. Um, yeah. it, I didn't know the story behind it. 
um, the first time I heard it, it took me a time or two through to kind of catch on to everything mm-hmm. that was going on. But right. you're having to kill it. Your dad's asking you to put a dog down. Is that what's going on here? Well, it's actually a. It's, or is that a metaphor? It's about raising cattle. A cattle. So I was wondering. I was like, is this a cattle or is this a dog? Is this like right, an old right. yeller story? You can apply it to whatever. Right. But I mean, it, it is about raising cattle, and that's my grand. The voice of my grandfather. Like, gotcha. that, like you know, I remember these things. Like as an early cattle rancher, when I was first getting into it, like the mistakes I was making constantly, and like you got to you know figure pay it attention out. you got to figure it out and you ain't got time because them cows will die on you i mean they're counting on you for everything and so anyway the lesson and then when i started touring a lot it started impacted in like me being able to raise cattle and putting a lot on other people right. and uh you know i just remember hearing them words you know, you know so i just that's that's a song that's what it is so i wrote it i like it here it is these days t yeah. brother band So 
This is Texas River Tonk. That was the Teague Brothers Band these days. Man, great song. Thank you. And we were talking about working on the, the new record off air, too. Yeah, yeah. So you're going to have 10 new songs? Yep. Any, any date planned on that or a timeline? Um, it just depends. You know, I wish we could say it's coming out for sure on this day, but there's, it's impossible to say. There's a lot that goes into, like, release dates. And artwork, usually artwork stuff that people don't oh, think about, you know. Yeah, publicity, artwork, um, distribution, um, everything. Print, mm-hmm. Getting the merch printed, get the vinyls coming, and all that stuff. I mean, it's a there's a lot to it. And this is a this is an important record to us to us. So, like we're like taking a back seat. We have someone who's kind of like going to help guide that record to delivery. Right, you know? no need to rush it. Yeah, we can't For rush sure. it at all. But in the meantime, we do have some uh, singles, not from that record, but outside of any record at all that are just going to come out mm-hmm. uh, probably between now and the end of the year. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, and y'all, y'all put out Buckskin Gilding, The Truer Tale. So that's a radio edit. Yeah. <laughs> a little shortened down version. Yeah, pretty much. Shortened down, dropped the F-bomb off there. It is slightly truer. In the okay. sense, I can play the F bomb version right now if you want me to. Go for it. All right. Yeah. So, what's the story? Buckskin Gelding. This is a true story, too. Uh, I had two friends of mine. We were waiting on uh, Evan Felker, was coming back from Oklahoma, and we were waiting on him to get back at one night, and everybody's getting drunk. I mean, we were, this is in Winnie, you know, or Hank Comer, Texas. Anyway, we were all 
just having a good time. It's getting later and later. He had a 10-hour drive, and we knew it was going to be late before he got back. But <laughs> we got fired up, and two of my friends, they started – they just, like, started squaring up on top of the hood of a truck. And they're like, all right. They're uh, – one of them says, I'll bet you 100 bucks that I'll beat you in an arm wrestle match. And the other one said, hell, I'll – I bet you that white mare you got in the pasture because they're—I mean—they're cowboys. Yeah, like they're okay. like that's what they do for a living, is like push cows and stuff. And uh, the other one said, "I'll bet you that buckskin gelding that you got." Well, then they—they they went at it, dude. I mean, it was the most brutal arm wrestling match that I've ever seen in my life. I mean, they were coming to blows, cussing each other. I mean, mama this, yo mama that. I mean, it was—it was a hell of a ordeal. And at the end of the whole deal, the guy with the buckskin gelding lost. He lost oh, his. Shit. And yeah, he had to tell his wife that the next day that he lost his horse in an arm wrestling match. And uh, yeah, so that's where that story <laughs> was born. I just sat down. The next time I sat down with a guitar, it was the first thing that came to mind. So, and I'm a sucker for those like bluegrass kind of punk rock songs. So I just went right. I was like, that's, that's, that's the subject matter. That is it. It just, everything lined up. I wrote that song. Yeah. All right. True here, story. Here it is. Buckskin, go.
Snow Brewing is located four miles south of Dripping Springs, just north of Wimberley. Open Thursday through Sunday, they serve freshly brewed, easy-drinking craft beer, along with local wine and cider. Come experience the notes of a cold craft beer in this hill country backyard while enjoying live music, food from an on-site food truck, and yard games. Explore the comfortable tap room or relax in the outdoor shady beer garden. Ghost Note is the perfect place for the entire family. Find Ghost Note's full music schedule, beer menu, hours, and other information online at ghostnotebrewing.com. Ghost Note Brewing, turning complete strangers into new friends. Creative spirits have been finding their way to Central Texas for centuries drawn by a muse-like mysticism and, well, other creative spirits. Tejas Tonic is here to stoke those productive apparitions and serve to complement your lifestyle. There's nothing fake in here, just natural local tastiness that will support whatever else you're doing while keeping your morning hangover free. Tejas Tonic, always in a friendly state. Visit us at Facebook, Instagram, or TejasTonic.com.
This is Texas River Tonk, and that was T Brothers Band looking up. And you said you're starting to incorporate that back into the set. Yeah, oh, that's right. been uh, one that it gets a good pop live. So, you know, we, and we enjoy playing it. I mean, at the end of the day, we don't play songs we don't want to. You know? Right. Have some fun. And I'm sure this, yeah. the shows are fun. I haven't got to see y'all live yet, but I know. I encourage you to go. You let me list. know when you're coming. We'll get you in. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So you mentioned Evan Felker earlier, and so I got to ask you about the February of '21 when he mm-hmm. made an appearance. Y'all were doing a benefit, yeah, for a, for a friend, Eric Neal. Yes, right. Yeah, is Eric doing all right? No, Eric passed away about okay about a month after that, maybe a little longer. Right. Maybe I was like, afraid that's what you were going to say. Yeah, he was uh, terminally ill, and I think it was like basically like one of his last wishes. He would love to see Turnpike live again. Wow. Because he, he went, he actually was an Aggie. He went to school there and, uh, you know, went to all the Turnpike shows back then and, and uh, him and his, all his friends. And it just happened to be just, po- it happened to be possible that we, that Evan lived down the road from us and uh, me and a group of my friends who have been around him for the last, for a few years prior to that, were able to reach out to him and uh yeah and evan graciously accepted and and did the show totally unexpected too (laughs) so like nobody else knew this was going to happen no just surprise no i mean like the word got to our friend group that he would like that Mm -hmm. if it was possible but he had no idea that evan was like down here or like or there at the time you know um so when it came time to ask, of course, I had to be the one to ask, and and, uh, and Evan was like, absolutely. So we set it all up. We're like, you're going to go through this door. You're going to grab the guitar right there. You're going to walk on stage. The mic's going to be set up. And he he had to have it that way because he was so nervous. Sure, because this was the fir- this first appearance, right? After yeah, the in two years. Coming out. Wow. First appearance in two years. That had to be the most like surreal experience, I feel like, for everybody there. I think so, but right. me and him have played and get like together in sure. a garage a lot prior to that, so like he was comfortable, mm-hmm. you know. But I think w- when he got out on stage, and you know, I could see, yeah, there was you couldn't see it in the videos, but there was probably three or four hundred people uh, behind, like behind the cameras, and everyone got behind Eric, who was about twenty thirty feet away, so Eric could see without any, you know, like any interruption. Man, wow. And, uh, Oh, I was crying like a baby whenever he was playing. Him and AJ were playing. Uh, I get emotional thinking about it. Uh, they were playing seven, seven and seven. Yeah. It was one of the most beautiful versions of that song I've ever heard. And Evan was teasing me about it. He's like, man, I didn't want to play that acoustic. And I was like, well, it was perfect. It was perfect. But yeah, it was cool. Yeah, I mean, talk about like the most anticipated comeback out of our of our recent lives uh, yeah you, of course y'all were part of it which is really cool man we were part of it it's a privilege and it was an honor and it was all for a good cause and like and the like his family still writes me christmas cards and stuff you know man and and, and they support us like stronger than anybody you know but i, I love that about it uh that's talking about community because that was that's my community and if, if there's anything i can do like and that and vice versa like they they bring us up if i can if i have the opportunity to help out i will right if i can offer my talents i will my time 
and vice versa. But that's just where we're from. That's like the communities that we're that I lived in. That's Southeast Texas. Like we take care of each other. You know, Man. need more of that. You know? Really cool. I agree. I agree. I grew up in a small town. Yeah. You know, so we'll definitely be looking out for for new music coming up. Looking out for shows again. If you're in Houston tonight, catch them at the Rustic Post Oak. Uh, and then you'll be in Granberry, is that right, coming up? Yeah, yeah. Well, Warren's Backyard Warren's Saturday. Backyard Saturday, yeah. If you're listening out there, come on. It's going to be a great time. They have a great venue. It's fairly new, I think. But uh, we played there with Lowdown Drifters a while back, and it was rowdy. It was a great nice. time. So, yeah, definitely get out there. Yeah, all the show dates, merch, all that information, tbrothersband.com. Mm-hmm. Thank you all for the time, man. I know you all are busy. So Thank you all. We really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for reaching out. For sure. Really, had a blast. We'll get y'all back here some other time. We'll talk about AJ's studio and and all the good stuff coming out of there. Yes. Maybe by that time we'll even be working on Colorado. (laughs) Yeah. Hopefully we'll have something to claim. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll go out with uh, Don't Want to Go Home. Okay. All right, great song. All right. Thank y'all. Yeah, enjoy. Yeah, thank you.
Down in Branch of Cucamonga, there's a girl that wants to get me high till I can't come down. And I had my inhibition, but my intuition this time long don't let me down. Well, I'm broke down again. Good to see you, my friend. I hope you got a helping hand. Cause in Rancho Cucamonga ain't no place for a trifling man. Yeah. 
This is Texas River Tonk, and that was Dylan Earl with Strange. He's going to be playing what well, we got, Whitehorse in Austin on October 4th, and then October 5th, which is a Thursday. He'll be down to Lonesome Rose in San Antonio, and then October 6th, Tulips in Fort Worth. Before that was a recommendation by the Teague Brothers, right? Who did we play there? What was his name? Pug Johnson. Pug Johnson, right? So he's going to be playing in Texas out of Spring Branch on the 8th. He'll be in... Schulenburg on the 9th, and then Spring Branch again on the 13th, Burnett, Texas on the 14th. We're about out of time here, so since it is dove season, uh, I'm going to play September Doves. This is a cover from Zach Welch. We'll be back in two weeks with who we got? Charlie Memphis and David Miner. Y'all be good. Peace. Yeah, so this is called September Doves by the Lost Dog Street Band. So if you wouldn't be a 
Circumstances shot us down like September doves. Circumstances shot us down like September doves. Thank y'all so much. Still my own music. 